So, thank you for joining the Chaos Cast. We're glad you came. We hope you check out our sponsors. We hope you check out our website. And we hope you join our email subscription list. And we hope you leave a good review and hit that follow button, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, hit the notification bell. And thank you for helping us with the show. Thank you for listening. Y'all have a good one. We also hope that you will join us by uh, in supporting the Chaos Cast by leaving us a review if you're listening to one of our podcasts hitting the follow button and sharing that podcast out to your friends also go check out our daily content that we share on all of our uh, social media platforms on tiktok instagram facebook youtube clapper and snapchat and twitter we're on all those we're uploading fairly regularly so go check those out and give us a give us a follow on whatever platform you use and hit that notification bell so you'll get notifications when the new content's uploading. So we thank you, my friends, for coming to listen to Chaos Cast. I hope you enjoy this episode. Now joining us on the podcast, me and Kevin uh, from Australia. We're just going to leave that as who he is because I don't know if he wants all his info out there on but um, he can wipe it off if he wants to. He's an international hacker of, of all kinds of sorts. But now uh, we're going thanks, But no, we're gonna we're talking. We we started talking about uh, you know the pedophile rings that are online, and then we got into the freedom in America. There are things you can't find in America that I'll, him being in Australia that he has to share with all Americans for them to understand it. Uh, to understand how non-free we are, <laughs> we call it shadow tyranny. We just come up with that term, the shadow tyranny of America. And uh, we got Kev coming why, in. Why can you not just put it? Why can't you just put it the way I put it? You are free to do as you are told. We're free? We're free to do as we are told. Um, <laughs> I like it. Um, but, yeah, so – we got into mining. We were talking about ultimate Faraday cages. And so we're talking about mining. And one of the things about mining is, is, is you're underground. The signals are getting blocked. And then we got to talk about how a lot of areas, the, your mines, your sinkholes, your caverns interconnect. You know, I've seen this firsthand and he's confirming all the way over in Australia, the gold mines over there in, in some of the local towns, they interconnect through natural shafts, through other shafts that may have been dug. Just different levels. You know, you go down every three levels, and we got one of the biggest gold mines in the history of the world. It's 29 levels. It's, it's more than 500 feet deep. You know, it, at some point, you, you've got to understand that these shafts on different levels are interconnected to other mines, you know, mm-hmm. for for what most people don't realize is half of your bloody town that you live in, if there's a mine nearby, you can guarantee there's about 30 different shafts that run off to other mines running oh, right beneath you and you don't even know it. Um, one of the things that um, that uh, we were talking about um, is most towns have these and they have access to these. And, you know, we're looking at Ukraine right now and then we got the potential of a nuclear event 
Well, most towns do have an, a pretty good sized place for most of the people to go to ride that out for the first 48 well, hours or so. Well, let, let's be you know, well, let, let's be real for a minute, right? Yeah. Most places generally have a nuclear event. You know, so sometimes it's a natural occurrence, and then you've got Ukraine, and they didn't get a choice in it. Mm-hmm. Right, they, they just got bombarded. Let me ask. I feel sorry for them. Yeah, of course I feel sorry for them, but that's their nuclear event. Keep it. I don't want it. <laughs> Let me ask you this: Do you have TikTok still? Why do you hate me? I don't hate you, but everybody keep bringing that app up. Well, what I'm saying is, I can screen mirror TikTok. Yes. I can screen mirror TikTok and put you on my podcast if we if we go live together there. I don't know. Do you have access to go live there? I, I can't go live on TikTok because I haven't bothered to get my followers up. Okay. Well, I was just, it was just something I was going to ask. I mean, I like this conversation because this is like the most interesting things. You know, we always talk about interesting stuff. That's why we get along. But let me ask you this. You know, we... The conspiracy realm. I listen to a lot of it. I don't believe half of it. I don't believe none of it. You know, I believe in some conspiracies, but I just mainly listen for entertainment. But you hear about the, they call them domes. Have you ever heard of domes, deep underground military bases? Have you heard of that? Unfortunately. <laughs> okay. So. Unfortunately. So, have I don't know if you've ever seen people posting, the, truckers are usually the ones posting these videos of these, the, these huge cavernous, what looks like cities underground, and people take that and say, well, we got, that's one of them dumbs, that's one of them deep underground military bases. And what I keep seeing, because see, I know MSHA, MSHA is our safety governing body in the mine industry. So I understand what to look for to understand the, you know, if it's a mine. So I'm looking for roof bolts. And so you got a certain amount of roof bolts are spaced a certain way, and then you have pillars that are a certain size. Now our mine overcompensates for safety. Our our pillars are way bigger, but you there's a certain amount of size you have to have. Okay, and then the roof needs to be so high. So the conspiracy realm. Explain it in any way. If you're, if you're going to explain, like, like stop beating around the bush and just do it the right way, right? <laughs> bases and, and then you have a trucker will show a craft craft foods bought out a couple of companies bought out this huge salt mine and they put factories in there so the truckers is taking yeah. videos and they're like yeah this is where the where the lizard people are yada 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 but what gets me is we're dealing with a real issue with human trafficking we're dealing with a real issue with 
these these uh this this pedophilia online and these these people that work together to either try and get it mainstream. I mean, there's people in America that people don't realize they're trying to push for child sex sex rights with adults, and that's sick. And they're trying to normalize it. Yeah, I'm proud of it. it it's it's sickening. And I'm then you have if any if if I ever run into anybody that supports that, you know, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't generally say this. But if I come across somebody that supports pedophilia or sex rings or anything of the sort, I, I would probably be the first person to tie them to a chain behind my vehicle and drag them down the fucking road. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Lord. I, I, we do not support the, the dragging of people with chains in, unless you catch us doing it, probably. <laughs> That's our disclaimer. Don't go dragging pedophiles well, behind your car. Can I, can I say that? Maybe you need to be aware that while he was saying that he had a big smile on his face. <laughs> yeah, we're if you're a pedophile, just don't come to Alabama or Australia. We got the same feelings about you. Don't let us catch you. <laughs> don't let us don't catch come you. to Australia. We we don't find it. <laughs> yeah, the, they'll they'll stick the kangaroos on you over there, and they'll just disembowel you with one good uh, flop of their feet. Um, have you heard about this uh, movie called Freedom Song that's coming out now? No, but I've got a gut feeling I'm about to hear about it. Well, I've not watched it, but what what you have is this group called Angel Studios, and they're kind of branching off from Hollywood because Hollywood's died. I mean, Hollywood's went went woke. They're going broke. Um, they don't understand why somebody don't want to watch a transgender on a Pixar film with their kids. Um, you know, transgenders do what you want, but the kid, we don't want to show this to our kids. Uh, they don't need to be trying to cut their peckers off at four years old. I'm just going to say and the doctor don't need to be asking them their gender when you take them in because their gender is what I'm going to tell you their gender is that they were born as, you know. But this movie uh, has come out, and they're kind of counter Hollywood. They actually beat Indiana Jones in the box office, this new Indiana Jones movie. And it's basically about human trafficking, which you don't see a whole lot about in Hollywood, even though they're in a predominantly – um, they're in an area where a predominant amount of it happens between the cartels and the gangs in America. You have what's called the skin trade, where they trade white children what for brown. It it's called uh, Freedom Song. It's got you know. Um, do you remember the Passion? Did you ever watch the Passion of the Christ? I mean, I know you're not religious, but the guy who played, you know, who Jim. Uh, the guy who played Jesus in that movie, Jim Caviezel, he's a devout Catholic. And so he's... His name wasn't Ducky, then I don't know him. <laughs> uh, his name, this guy's Jim Caviezel, and he's part of this group. They're, they're, and they're, gonna, they're more conservative uh, leaning. Uh, they're going to be, they're coming out with a prepping mo style movie called Home, The Homestead, uh, where an EMP hits and everybody's bugging out to the homestead, yada, yada, cowboys and all that. They're part of this counter Hollywood yeah. movement, but that's what they're coming up with. And what we're seeing is Hollywood is trying to label them as QAnon. They're, they're trying and, and guess who they brought on as the professional to try and, <laughs> to try and uh, uh, discredit them. And, and you probably, you listened to probably as many conspiracies as I have. They bring in a guy uh, his last name is Rothschild is their professional that's coming in to discredit 
uh, Jim Caviezel. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, he knows what he's talking about. Into the scale, are they desperate? Are they desperate to hide the truth, or are they desperate to destroy somebody's bloody credibility? That well, when you're bringing a Rothschild in as a professional on QAnon and and uh, anti and and anti, you know. These are not pedophiles. They're just queuing on. This isn't true. And the guy's last name's Rothschild. When I seen it, I was like, oh my gosh, are they that stupid that, that by now, after the last five or six years, every American, everybody in the world knows the Rothschilds and what they're involved in uh, or the, the conspiracy surrounding them. You have to be pretty desperate to fucking. <laughs> I mean, you literally do. <laughs> well, do you know any any average person that knows the Rothschilds and the conspiracies around them that trusts the Rothschild name? Well, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, seriously. No, not fucking that's no. that that's that's who their professional was. <laughs> I cannot name anybody that I know that is fucking know. Okay. So now you know why that movie's doing well in the box. It beat Indiana Jones because they brought Jones up to try and discredit it. I'm not saying a fucking thing. I'm keeping my mouth shut about this. You know, you know, you know, man. I mean, if you just now come. If you're just now coming into the podcast, if you're just now coming into the podcast, we're talking about how Hollywood is trying to use a Rothschild to discredit Joe Caviezel's new movie as QAnon uh, conspiracy theory because <laughs> they're so desperate. Um, but I mean, it's the only reason they would because of desperate. Well, because you know they're. All of them are getting Kevin Spacey getting convicted of it. Um, uh, he he raped some guy um, when he was a younger. Uh, I mean, how many Hollywood elite do you keep finding out have supposed connections to like raping kids? Then it cut. They make these weird movies, like the one they made with Brooke Shields as a kid. There, there are so many actors and movie stars, TV stars, you know, wherever you want to look, that have been convicted of pedophilia over the years. And politicians, too. Even children, even even children's cartoons. I mean, for Christ's sakes, the person that voiced the porno was a convicted pedophile. Oof. For real, I didn't know that. They, before they were the voice of Elmo, they were a convicted, convicted pedophile. They knew this. And he's still got to play Elmer. Well, the world is at a different point. Like ninety percent of it doesn't care as long as they're making money at it. Yeah, yeah. That well, Hollywood seems to think they're going to keep getting away with this, but we're kind of seeing, you know, it, it. You know, you reap what you sow. It's kind of turning on you. Look at the SAG actors. Um, right now, we have SAG actors. We have another. We have two groups the writers and the SAG group that are going on um, 
they're going on strike because they want to get paid more for, and, and they want protections against deep fake and AI. So they're wanting basically to keep, I guess, to keep the movie makers from using AI to write scripts. They're wanting to keep them from making AI-generated movie stars, like people that don't exist, that don't ask for $50 million a movie. They're, they're, that's what they're, they're striking over. Can, can you blame them, though? Or let, let, let's be real here, huh? Let's be real. What is an AI going to do that a human can't do? An AI isn't going to be performing stunt scenes. It's not going to be performing fight scenes. It's going to get hit in the wrong fucking manner and malfunction. Well, they're they're like... It's... What are they... What are they trying to prove here? Are they trying to prove that an AI can do everything that a human can do? Or are they trying to prove that they can cut corners and save more money than anybody else in the world? Well, they're, they're kind of already starting to do I mean, I'm doing it. I'm using AI. Now, like, I'm not talking about robots. I'm talking about CGI animation. Artificial with, intelligence. Yeah. And I'm using it with the website. I, I mean... We're, we're, we're using it in a lot of different ways, and I, it saves me having to hire a human and provide benefits. Now, what it, it's so much easier in Hollywood than, say, the mine or the factory, because you're going to have to have some human oversight. But in Hollywood, you don't need the actors like you did. You just need some dead actor, and you got the rights to his image. And they added... Um, Princess Leia back into Star Wars when she was dead. So, yeah. but, that's all CGI in that guy. Um, but nobody cares. The thing, there's, there's a big difference though, right? So they, they've got the money to access, you know, top of the line CGI and AIs mm -hmm. out, out in the public. Out in the public, you're, you're basically getting a quarter of what they're able to use mm -hmm. which in realistic statistics isn't all that much yeah until you learn to look further once you start looking further you, you'll learn how to change different aspects of cgi and ai mm -hmm. <laughs> i'm not not going to go into detail because it'll confuse the shit out of a lot of people mm -hmm. but you can utilize it in such a beneficial way. As mm -hmm. you said, you don't have to rely on another person to do the work. One of the things is, I guess, bringing that up, they're, they're trying to push this woke agenda on us, like we should just give our kids up to groomers, okay? And then at the same time, while they're going through a hard time, they feel like people still care about their plight. Because the thing is, is what the, one of the main things is Netflix, I mean, I don't go to the movies anymore. I can't afford it with inflation. I've got to pay for food. I've got to pay for fuel. Okay. So am I going to pay more? It's getting Yeah. They're, they're wanting more pay. The writers are wanting more pay because the, I guess the main thing I'm getting at is nobody, they're, they're experiencing all the years of, of pushing things on the public that the public didn't want. And right now they're trying to 
make people look like they're evil because they won't accept what's evil. And they want us to care about them not getting paid a million dollars versus three million dollars. Well, hang on a minute. Okay, so let's look at this from a different point of view, right? You say evil. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. To a mouse, a cat is evil. To a cat, a dog is evil. Define, define evil. They're pushing, what I'm referring to is them, they're, they, they're constantly pushing an agenda, okay? And I'm fine with people living how they want, but now they're trying to deem people, uh, they literally call people terrorists. One, an actor, that one from Twilight, called people terrorists okay, look. because they protested against the Target having children's transgender clothes. That's what I'm talking about. They're pushing... Grooming on the American people, and they they want us to feel sorry for them. That's the evil they're pushing. Pedophilia. I mean, they're literally the ones behind it right now. The only ones behind it. Them and 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 the government. That that's 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 not evil, Dennis. That's not evil. That is downright fucking disgusting and okay. pathetic. And those people should definitely die a uh, slow, painful death. I'm sorry, I don't make any apologies for that day. Should be fucking. Thank you, Sarah. Look. Um, the, that that's kind of what I'm getting at, though. They're they're experiencing what you know. They're reaping what they sowed. They they've constantly tried to tell people how to live. They've they're doing what they said the church was doing when they were the counterculture. Well, now you got a counterculture forming up against them. And they have always, it doesn't matter where you go or what direction you want to look, somebody has always tried to tell everybody else how to live, what yeah. they should be doing, what they shouldn't be doing, how they should be doing it. Yeah. You know, it's a part of life. And unless you learn how to swallow it and you find a way around it, you're always going to fall back into that same I, th- I think the thing we can look at here is it's it's the natural evolution of society. Someone's always going to fill that power gap to tell you what to do. And sometimes it's going to be good stuff, but they're always because of human greed, they're going to the, the powers that be will always seep into corruption. But when they overstep their bounds, the counterculture will begin to develop against them to the point that counterculture replaces them and becomes the new norm. So, so I had a conversation just the other night, right? Mm-hmm. About why the powers that be have the powers that they have. Nobody could, nobody could successfully give me that answer. And the successful answer is, is because people give these powers to be to these people. Yeah. How do you evict it when they start abusing these said powers? You can't just remove them. It doesn't work like that. You can't shoot them. Uh, that's not going to work. We did it. And then when they are gone, no, you did it many, 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 many centuries ago. You don't do it anymore. And if you were to, you'd be yeah. in prison for the rest of your life. And that's exactly it. That, that's my that's argument. That's with the conservatives. Nobody's picking up guns right now. <laughs> well, 
the point I'm making here is once you get rid of one power that's being abused, the first thing you do is cheer and then you just put another idiot there with that same power. Exactly. It's never somebody that's smart. It's never somebody that actually has a plan. It's never somebody that has a future movement. It is another stupid person. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, because I tell everyone the same way, if they are born with stupid, <laughs> I can forget about them. That shit can't be fixed. They are stuck with it. Yeah. Well, here's the thing I look at. I think, you know, when it comes back down to it, families are the center of, of a stable life. We know that. I mean, not everybody that has a stable life has a, a family support. I'm not going to say that it's exclusive, but most families can form. And I guess if you go in the general percentages, a, a, a family can form a stable life. And that was kind of what become the first government. You know, you had your families that, kind of bound together as tribes and and you um we're on two different ends of the spectrum with belief i i believe you know i'm a christian you're an atheist but you believe in community so we basically believe in a lot of the same thing because as a christian we believe god instituted the family as the first form of government and that seems to be the community seems to be the best form of government and when we get in trouble is when we start getting into these big global communities or these huge empires. And that's when they start to crumble and you see the revolutions, you see the, the fall, you, you see societal collapse is when you get too big for your bridge. That's the way I see it. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay. Okay. So let, let's look at it this way. You, you are wrong. We're at two ends, two completely different ends of belief. Mm -hmm. I believe in the community. You believe in, whatever God you wish to believe in. That, that's not for me to tell you otherwise. It's not for me to tell you that, that God doesn't exist. That is your belief. I respect that. The thing with government, right? And you, you speak about government. Mm -hmm. Our government is not safe. They are never safe. They can be voted out at any time during their term. It doesn't matter if it's a prime minister or somebody holding a regular seat. They can be removed. They, their seat is not guaranteed, mm -hmm. right? And then you look at your governing system and you cannot remove your president until his term is up or her term if a female ever gets voted in. Yeah. That is a problem. That is a real problem. So in, in Australia, you can always remove your, um, your leader? You can always be voted out. It is not a secure seat at any given time. Hmm. That's a good... We need that. Where it, you, you need that because right now, you put someone there, they're, they're there for the whole time, whether they're fucking you in the ass with a 1,000-foot pole. Oh, no. they're doing you good, they are there until their term is up. Um, <laughs> what, what do you think about our current... Uh, Term holder. Think he needs to be voted out? Different term holder. What, well, he got voted out in Australia? Jesus Christ. You're, what I think, you're lucky the man even remembers that he's the president of the United States. 
<laughs> what nothing? And I, and I say it like this: What bunch of nuffy cunts actually thought it would be a good idea to put somebody with dementia into a fucking presidency? <laughs> oh, seriously! I, I knew, I've known that they're is stupid across the world, but who <laughs> in their right mind thought that would be a great idea? <laughs> oh Lord! Well, I mean, I didn't think it was a good idea. I mean. But it is what it is. It's what you, we're a divided country. You, what you're dealing with is two nations, pretty well that are intermingled, living with one another. That have two different, completely different opinions, and they've they've found a way to completely, I mean, to utterly divide those two opinions and get somebody to pretty well take a side on either side. You either take this side or you take that side. If you're like me and you just don't care anymore because you see what they're doing. Then you're you're like you're the real nut job, you're the real nut job because you're out here getting ready for all that junk to blow off, and you're putting up some food, you're, you're putting up some seeds, you, you got a few guns and some ammo because when it gets lawless, it's going to get bad. You're going to have rights. Those people are going to come at one another. Do you want to know how? Do you want to know how opinions work? Yeah, I'll explain opinions. Right, mm-hmm. we can sit here, you and I. And- and we're not going to agree on everything. Mm-hmm. We're going to agree on probably less than 65% of things that we talk about. The thing that makes it a success come the end of it is the ability to see things from each other's point of view mm-hmm. and respect the fact that my opinion is my opinion and your opinion is your opinion. We're not jumping down each other's yeah. throats about it. Now, if you yeah. look at the United States, right? And we can look at this same, this very same, you know, response. You've got your red and you've got your blue. And that, that's how you guys see it, right? Mm-hmm. One does not want to work with the other because they're afraid of that change, while the other wants them to accept that things need to change. You just can't see eye to eye, but you also can't respect each other's opinion. Thus, it will never end in a successful way. Ever. Yeah, and you and you're coming to this point where you can't agree with someone trying to normalize pedophilia. You just can't. And there's only one side trying to do that. Yes, and there is somebody in the audience. Hello, Cake. You are absolutely right. It's not hate speech. Just because you disagree. Amen. I can sit here and I can turn around and say, you know, this person is a, a nuffy cunt that shouldn't even talk. At the end of the day, it's not even hate speech. If they're spitting out absolute bullshit, the only thing that they've gotten is the fucking truth. And they'll turn around and they will scream hate speech because people don't like hearing the truth. Yeah, It is a hard thing to swallow. It really is. You can sit here and you, you can talk about the impending war that's going to come because of a lot of different stupidities around the world. I'm not going to say that one country is better than another country or another country has something that another country wants. That, that's not my problem. It's not on my doorstep. It's not my fucking fault. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I can say whatever the hell I like. If someone doesn't like the truth, 
they're going to scream and have a tantrum and call it hate speech. Yeah, exactly. Or they're going to say that I'm racist. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it doesn't matter what the case is. They will always have an excuse to avoid the truth. And a lot of those that would call you racist don't realize. Now, if I'm, I may be mistaken, but didn't we talk about this? And you said you have Aboriginal uh, descent. You have Aboriginal uh, heritage. I am half Aboriginal, and anybody that knows me in person that knows this is fact. I am referred to as an albino nigger. Oh, man. <laughs> I am white on the outside, but I have all my fucking papers to prove that I am part Aboriginal. <laughs> my children are part Aboriginal. My father, part Aboriginal. Yeah. The grandparents. Half of my grandparents are blacker than a dark sky on a fucking stormy night. Well, at the end of the day, you can't just assume that somebody is racist because they've said something. You don't know their background. You don't know where they're coming from and you don't know what they look like. Yeah. You know, uh, one of the things I've found recently, you know, I have the paperwork to prove my Indian heritage. And now my cousin went and got the blood work. Uh, What is it? We know where they send you blood up 53 and me. So apparently we have 1% Tootsie tribe. In the gen, my like my dad's generation, one percent Tootsie tribe. Okay, uh, that's coming from my dad's side of the family. So we have, uh, we have slave, uh, escape, we have free slave or escaped slave in us, uh, in our in our heritage now, and it does explain a lot, you know, about the way our our family operates and how we're structured, and um, but here we are. You know, in all reality, most people are are, are just mutts. Now, racism's insane and stupid. Uh, slurs are stupid. Um, that's just people. Tra- that's just the general ignorance and stupidity of of man in competition trying to be better than somebody, and they just use, they go that route instead of trying to really prove their it, their self and other. It's Charlie. Yeah, and it's so reactions to an adult situation. What we're seeing now is not just racism. That we're seeing uh, the guys of of anti-racism used in anti-culturalism. Okay, now if you come from a certain culture, now you're 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 stereotyped. Or you're like, okay. Now a person would listen to me talk, and you know, Danny. Danny's in the comments. We've all talked. I, I've been told that I have a racist accent. Because I come from Alabama. <laughs> because I talk like a redneck. That's racist accent because this is down here where they believe. I want, I want to pause you there. I want, let, let me pause you right there. How do you tell somebody that they have a racist accent? Unless you. What, what would it constitute as a racist accent that's not even a fucking possibility what stupid person told you that please punch them in the face it's and break their nose random trolls on tiktok we laugh at them we she's mentioning that we got called a kkk meeting once because um not only do i have african tootsie tribe in me but i have a lot of northern european descent uh and a majority of them were per- persecuted peoples but a lot of them moved to southern 
part of the United States and set up shop there, a lot of Scottish did, and they intermingled with the Indians, and then the Indians inter and, and a lot of them intermingled with African Americans. So you, you have this big mottled mutt ship down here. We're all mixed up. And a lot of people don't realize a lot of African American slang comes from the South, that, that they talk different because of the the accents that they picked up from the white people around them. And so, yeah, but I... Yeah, but that, it's, it still comes back to a point. How can an accent be racist? Exactly. Uh, what, it, has what has cropped paths in the childish mind <laughs> to be able to place racism on the way somebody's voice sounds? Yeah. My and side walking down the street and saying, Oh, that guy looked in that shop's window, he must be racist because he wasn't looking at the black and the white jumpers, he was looking at the green one and the blue one and the orange one. He's definitely racist. Yeah, well, it's my side is going to win against your side. We found a weapon and we're going to use that weapon to its fullest extent, and we're going to use it against the other side. But then there's the people like me. I'm not really taking a side right now. I'm worried about me, my family, and just being me, okay? And I get caught in the crossfire of their stereotyping because I sound a certain way. I'm from a certain place. I'm automatically labeled uneducated. And I do have education. I do have extra education. But I've been around engineers. I've been around business degrees. And I've seen them make some really stupid decisions. With that education, it, it, that's you're uneducated is another thing they throw at you because I sound this way. That, that, just comes, that just comes back to that point that I made earlier. You can't fix stupid. If you were born with it, you were yeah. going to die with it. It cannot be fixed. It cannot be cured. It can't even be fucking patched. Yeah. If you come across stupid, just laugh and walk away because there is nothing you can fucking do to fix that. When you break it down as a whole, it comes back to go-getters, the ones that want to get to the top. But it's not the ones that can get to the top by their own accomplishments. It's the stupid people that the only thing they can do is to deride someone else. So they use whatever they can to deride someone that they feel like is a threat to their superiority complex, you know, their confidence. And so a redneck guy like me that comes in talking like what they've pot potentially been told all their lives is some idiot, okay, because he lives in the back sticks of the woods and is uneducated. Well, racist accent. This idiot, he can't talk to me like that. He can't tell me I'm wrong. He's a racist accent. It's a, this is a KKK meeting. Where's y'all's heads? That's what they're saying to us. And... I just want to put my hand up and say, you know, the next time you have a KKK meeting, can, can I come? Yeah. I, would, I would love to be in the audience just being one of those hecklers, you know. <laughs> I've even got my fucking hand up. Pick me, pick me, pick me. I want to come. I want to come. Yeah. Well. I'll even, I'm not gonna, I can't promise I'm going to come in a white sheet, but I'll, I'll have a black hoodie. Will that do? <laughs> well, is, is that okay? Oh, yeah. That, that's fine, you know. Well, it's the thing, you know, um, and people stereotype you because 
your your pigmentation just happened to fall on the paler side than the rest of your family because most of you like you said you got a lot of your family <laughs> the pigmentation falls on the aboriginal side and yours just happened to fall 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 not so I'm 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 just a fucking bitter. I'll take it how it comes. It doesn't bother me. See, I get stereotyped for the way that I am, but a lot of people don't realise I'm probably one of the most blunt, straightforward, honest people. Whether you fucking like it or not, if I've got something to say, I'm gonna say it. If I see you doing something that is wrong, I'm gonna call your ass out on it. If I see you giving out false and misleading information. I'm going to sit there and tell everybody that you're a stupid prick that doesn't know what you're fucking talking about, and they should find a different source. And I'm a testament okay. to that fact, okay, folks. Okay. He does it to me. Look, I hate, I hate beating, I hate beating a dead horse, right? But it is still a fucking a very much talked about factor over in America is the COVID lockdowns that happened, and everybody under the assumption that COVID had brought internment camps and shit to Australia. I was an interstate truck driver for this entire duration, travelling from the top of Australia to the bottom of Australia and from one side to the fucking other through more towns than you could possibly fucking name in a year. Mm -hmm. The fact of the matter in this is uneducated people take what they see on the media and then they create their own narrative for it and then they spread it like wildfire. It is called fear-mongering. Yeah. Right? Now, I've had a lot of people try to tell me what did and didn't happen in my own fucking country. And <laughs> then people come to me and they're like, oh, this happened and, and that happened. And you can't tell us that it didn't because we saw it on the news. Well, guess what, motherfucker? I was driving through that shit every fucking day. If I seen an internment camp, you can damn well bet your bottom dollar I would have said something. But all I seen was people walking around. They were doing their shopping. They were living normal lives. They yeah. were driving their fucking cars. Shit, I went past the fucking road that had 300 caravans on the car. Uh, Danny, there she I goes. I would love to know. <laughs> what? I no. would love to know where people get the delusional idea that everything on the media is true. So I think what the big divide is, now Danny's talking about quarantine. And, and a lot of people have equated quarantine with that scene, that clip they got of the people in that. It was like a quarantine facility. Okay. And we had people okay. going. Let, let, me, let me put this straight. Right. Yeah. Let me put this completely straight. Ready? Yeah. I five star hotels. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm designated areas for people that were traveling into Australia. They had to quarantine for two weeks to make sure that if they did have COVID, they weren't going to spread it to the rest of the population while they were here from town to town. What well, a lot of people didn't think to look at. There were, no, there, were, there were no camps. There were no internments. There was nothing. It was a two-week quarantine to slow the spread. Um, one of the things that people don't realize, the video that a lot of people refer back to, the guy was using an American accent. So he was obviously someone traveling into Australia, like what you're saying.
Now, the whole time during that, now, I did buy into it a little bit. I ain't going to lie because, I mean, this is what you're seeing. This is what you're being fed on social media. But I would come and talk to y'all about it. And we done a lot of lives during that. That was when all this started, when we met each other. And so you would talk, you know, you would talk about the quarantine where they'd turn you around from a town, they'd shut down a town, turn you around, and send you around it with the truck. And that was what they were doing here in America in some places. explaining this one the only places you will see here that have like caravans and shit are in a fenced area are caravan parks mm. i'm telling you there were no camps there were no internments there weren't even forced vaccinations anybody yeah. that was in that sort of an area was there because they were there yeah. The amount of people that actually went along with a lot of the fear mongering is unbelievable. So you're saying there were people yeah. when it comes to those places that actually had look a lot of people self quarantined as well, yeah. and I mean a lot. Well, let me ask this: Are you saying now? It sounds yeah. like to me there were actual people in Australia that were like playing off of this. To, to just screw around and it caused a lot of this to get out of hand. Is that what you're saying? Oh, oh without, without a doubt, there were a lot of people that egged on the fear mongering. But the places where they were getting food delivered to, right, mm. by nurses and medical practitioners yeah. and government regulatories, right, if they weren't allowed it out of the place, yeah. They were in a red zone, and a red zone was a high concentrated COVID infected area. Okay, so this was just this an isolated town. I know they weren't allowed it out. They were red zones. They were high concentrated COVID affected areas. If I had to go into a red zone in my truck. I had to have all sorts of special fucking permits to say I was going in there and I wasn't allowed it in there for any more than a certain amount of time. So and what you're calling, so what you're calling a red zone, it was not a specific camp that people were being taken to. This was a town that was under quarantine and it was that time. Was while, town, it was a highly affected area. Yeah. Okay, and so they shut down the town. Because I remember us talking about that when you could or couldn't go into a place. Danny, you needed papers to go from state to state. You needed papers to go into red zones. If you were in a high-populated COVID-affected area, you needed permission to be there. Otherwise, you were considered to be a person that would spread it. So, if I went into a red zone... And I was there for more than 12 hours. I was staying there for two weeks. So they, one of the things that I'm seeing. You will see that it is that time. So, well, that sounds, that could be like our projects over here, Danny. So what, what I'm, what I'm gathering is there were quarantines of certain towns when they were highly infected. And then you have people in in Australia that did play off of the fear mongering. Um, you did have, there were a lot of, 
Yeah, and you had a different type of lockdown than we did because you had to have certain papers. Now, briefly, and nobody, everybody here. Look, when, look, everybody hears the word lockdown and they immediately assume that you were locked in your house and you're not allowed to go anywhere. Well, this wasn't the case, right? Yeah, you were for two weeks. Danny's saying. tested positive, right? Yeah. Any, anybody that was in the lockdowns was still able to go to the shop. They were allowing you. They were able to go down the bloody street yeah. and do what they had to do. The only thing was they didn't want anybody traveling more than a certain distance from where they were to avoid a further spread. Okay. So so what I've seen is the, the only, thing that she brings up is the woman was there and okay, we'll be in there, but the rules are still, okay. So what it sounds like to me, and this is me. This is what I'm the seeing. The rules were different in all different locations. Yeah. It, but it goes back to what I was talking about with the mines. Somebody takes a mine and it's real easy to convince people to believe you're in a deep underground military base and the government's hiding everything from you during a certain time. And we have people that do that. We're watching a lot of that happen with Russia and Ukraine. And there, there's people that are doing these things just, it's like catfishing. There's some people that are doing it just okay, for the so, heck of it. And the thing about okay, it, so though. I will base a realistic example off of what Danny's information there was, right? Mm -hmm. If I went into a gated community, all the housing units in a gated community over here look exactly the same. I could stand on the porch of one of those gated community houses and I could flash my camera around and say, I'm not allowed to leave. Mm. My food has to be bought to me. That doesn't necessarily mean that I am not allowed to go anywhere, but that's the narrative I'm going to give you. Well, and, and that's what I see. Now, yeah, there are, I guess this is a, a good point to look at. This is kind of something we stumbled on in the middle of this podcast, but here's the thing. This is what hinders corruption this is what hinders things and i feel like sometimes governments encourage it they have in ever corrupt government in all the world they've encouraged misinformation because it helps them to keep people from seeing what they're doing okay so you have things that are actually wrong danny what i'm saying is it was a two-week quarantine they went there for two weeks so that they didn't spread COVID. That was the bio national fucking security response to a highly infectious contamination spreading. Yeah. Well, here's here, here, not considered camps here. Let's uh let's get off it's the camp thing, Danny. because uh, it's we're going uh, we're going we're kind of Kevin's getting enraged if you can't tell. And he don't do drama. He's gonna he's gonna hop out of here because no 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 I'm not actually getting it right. Oh okay. It's it's difficult to get it across what it what it was. Well, because you guys see these things completely different to the way that we have them. Well, the thing I'm looking at though, this is how they do it. That's not part of it. This is how they do it though. Danny completely believes what she's seen. You know what you know. It's it. And that's that's what that, they. That's the thing. Yeah. 
That's how they divide you. It's easy to believe that it's a kid. Yeah. It's easy to believe it's a kid. Yeah. These places, and I shit you not, nine out of ten of these places, you would want to get sent to for a holiday. Yeah. Well, you would. That's why people are okay with going into their two-week quarantines to stop the spread in red zones and stuff yeah. because they were getting free food, they were getting yeah. free power, they All were right. getting a free bed to sleep in. They didn't have to pay rent. So I, I want to kind of tie it back oh, into what we're talking about. Let's look at this. Now, that's how they do this. Now, you know Danny. I know Danny. Danny knows you. We've all talked and agreed on all yeah. kinds of things, okay? And no matter whether this is true or not, there's a point of disagreement here that could turn into contention if we weren't right-minded people knowing what corruption does, what they try to do. How right now, this must be a heavy topic because I've seen you and Rogue talk about it. This is something that Australia is does not like. Y'all don't like it. Okay, no. so that's how they do See, that. Like, like everybody. Okay, so I'm, unlike everybody else, Rob. Yeah. That period for us, the period of talking about that ended yeah. the moment it was no longer a justified thing. Yeah. And see, so, but it's how many a conversation? How many people are not like us that are having the same argument right now between countries? And they're not gonna they're not gonna continue a friendship like talk. And it goes back to that's what the media has done, and not just in America. They've worked together across the world to do this to people groups, and not just now, they've just figured out how to perfect it to a certain degree now. And then that's exactly right. Those certain people, those same people are mad and want us to feel sorry for them because their writers are not getting paid all this money that we can use AI yeah. to put them out of a job. Because here's the thing, those same people were glorifying the fact that, oh, industry is going to be taken over by AI. We're going to put coal out of a job. We're going to put all these people out of jobs with AI. But it turns out AI is putting the same people that were advocating for it just a few years ago. It's putting them out of a job quicker than it's putting us out. And, and I have a hard time feeling sorry for them. Now let, me throw, now, let me throw in some food for thought for you. Yeah. Okay. Australia as a whole is not run by one person. Yeah. The moment you go across the state lines or the state borders as we know them, you would know the state lines. Those rules change. Mm -hmm. All those who's in charge, that changes. They make their own calls from state to state. Whoever is the state parliament leader makes the calls in that state. Yeah. Not the prime minister. Not, not our government's parliamentary seats. It is the state leaders. Right? They get the yeah. all clear. Then from state to state, everything was different. So Excuse what me. happened in one state wasn't happening in another, and it wasn't happening in another, yeah. and so on. And that's kind it of the way it is here. Real, it was a huge pain in the ass because I can tell you right now, as an interstate truck driver that was on the road 
through that entire duration. I went into places that you wouldn't even want to walk into. Like I went into red zones, and just like Danny was saying, she saw a lady on a porch on TikTok Live in quarantine. Mm. They would have been in quarantine and not allowed to leave the building. And they were bringing supplies to them. Because they were in a highly contaminated area and they needed to quarantine for that two weeks. Whether they were moved across there from a different area in that red zone or mm. they were a traveller, it's just something that you, you just don't know. I can sit here and tell you that I've just come in from over in New Zealand. Yeah. You, you wouldn't have a clue. You wouldn't have a clue. Like, and that's the problem. Like, a lot of this was was happening all around the world. I mean, look yeah. at look at sports, right? Come well, on. all of us regular people, if we were sick, we had to quarantine for two weeks. Okay, a lot of us quarantined voluntarily. But if you were a sports star, and this happened quite a lot. Mm-hmm. If you tested positive, you were still allowed to fly in and play your sports. That wasn't a problem. Yeah. So it was a double standard all the way around. You know, um, no, you're, you're, not, you're not allowed to go in high-risk quarantine zones, red zones. You were not allowed to go from porch to porch. Yeah. And this is, this is where we see – this is why I don't feel sorry for Hollywood because they supported these things. They, um, and, and like you said, America, y'all probably got a different perception of America than, than what it really is too, because in all reality, what, what they want to do is the president to control this whole country, but we have our governors and right now the governors are the only thing that are stopping our country from being just turned completely up on end because they want to take the governor's power. They want, and you see people that governors that fight the 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 reigning um, staff right now in Washington, the the reigning uh, officials in Washington. Well, that's why they get they're militarizing our FBI and our CIA and our ATF. Recently, we had um, we had the ATF and the uh, IRS. Armed IRS agents, we, our tax officials, we have armed tax officials, went into a gun store yeah. in Wyoming and confiscated records of the people that had bought guns. Now, that's against the law in our country, but Washington wants a national registry. Now, with your experience in Australia, are all y'all's guns on a national registry? Like there, I mean, I'm not saying nothing about y'all's gun laws or nothing, but you know as well as I do, there's a lot of guns that are not on that registry. Okay, there's a lot of there's a lot of fucking misinformation around guns in Australia. Yeah, yeah. One, the government the government never took guns off of people. People yeah. gave them up after a mass massacre. Yeah. Right. Somebody went on a shooting rampage, and people voted. To give up the guns, and y'all chose guns to do that. Guns are not illegal in Australia. If you, if you want a firearms license in Australia, you go through okay. a site test. You go through a police check. Yeah. In some cases, you need to be part of a gun club. 
In other cases, you could be a farmer that's got sufficient land to require having a gun. Yeah. I'm going to tell you that legal guns are on a registry. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you that I could walk down the street and pay 50 to $100 and pick up a handgun and come and shoot you in the fucking face. Exactly. Because that is the reality of it. You are never going to take away a black market side to anything. Exactly. No matter how much wishful thinking you want to have. But that's that's what I but that is the reality. That that's yeah, and that's what we know, you know, being people that have been around firearms, we understand I mean, I know I've known felons that had guns and they finally got caught with them. How did they get them? Because they had the right amount of money and they knew the right people. And that's just how it works. But that's what our government wants, though. That Like, y'all chose, from what I'm understanding, province to province, to a certain extent, to you know, to have a gun registry of illegal guns. We hadn't decided that in America. And I don't, you have certain areas. You have certain areas in America that want that, but then you have other areas in America that just don't want that, and we see what our government will do. And we see what armed IRS agents are doing, they're, they're breaking the law that we established in this country because they have the firearms and the guns and that's what they do. So why would we give our guns to that government when, like you said, they're hiding information from us that we can't get access to? They, they're lying to us on a, on a global scale. Um, okay. They're creating narratives. Here's how realistic that was. Riley sitting down there is one of the people that asked me to search stuff for her. Yeah. Because she found that she kept running into a brick wall no matter where she looked. Yeah. What was it now you searched? It did not matter. Um, that That's up to her whether or not she oh. wants to tell you. Okay. It's not for me to disclose. Uh, so. Okay. But see, that's what we're dealing with over here. So when you see, and, and traditionally America is anti-establishment, a little anarchistic, but from in nature. And a lot of your southern states, a lot of your north, you know, your midwestern states still have that 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 type. But you have this half of your half of our country is in these mass metropolitan areas that have no concept of hunting. They have no concept of where their food comes from. They have no concept of not being able to have police within a five-minute range of being called. And their view of guns... See, I can sit here and I can comfortably tell you that while yous are under the impression that Russian refugees are being sent out of America, I can tell you that they're coming into America via Mexico on foot. Yeah. And because over here, we're not we're not stopped from seeing anything. Yeah. Fuck, I can get onto my internet right now and I can look up how to make a fucking bomb. Yeah, well. And nobody, nobody, is gonna come, nobody will come and knock on my door. Yeah, and see, if you do that here, ATF, FBI, they're going to be investigating. If, if, you don't, if you don't think they're investigating you and you're looking that stuff up, well, they're doing it. I'm just going to tell you. You ping some kind of algorithm, they're logging that info somewhere, and if something happens and they suspect that they think they need to come look you up, well, they're gonna have tons of paperwork to show you yeah, what you've been looking for. 
Hey, the only time they want to look at you over here is if you have done something wrong. Yeah. They will come and look at you after the fact. But until that point, look at whatever the fuck you want. Are explosives highly regu like heavily regulated in Australia? Oh, yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, very, yeah. very highly regulated. Yeah, well, probably the one of the most strict things I've read. Yeah, we're, we're highly regulated, too. You, I have a blaster's... Uh, like a blasting handler's license because of work, because we work with that in mind. But yeah, it's, it's again, though, what, understanding what we're dealing with, you know, they want us to argue about the stupid stuff. But yeah, then here they are now wanting us to feel sorry for them because they're, yeah, these people that have aided in corruption. Is that actually true? You cannot buy a Sharpie over there without showing ID. Sharpies? Seriously? Ah, maybe. In some areas, I don't think I've had to you show mean, an ID. Hey, um, you mean Sharpies, yeah? Like, I don't know about that. I can buy a Sharpie at Walmart right now. Um, now, Hornet Spray... Probably in California because you can use hornet spray and you spray it in somebody's eyes. They have to go to the doctor to get that fixed before they'll, they'll lose their vision for, I, I think, for the rest of their life if if it don't get treated a certain way. I, that's the rumor I've heard. And I've heard of people using it like pepper spray when people are attacking them. It wouldn't them. surprise me. But, yeah. That, that, it would not surprise me. A lot of your metropolitan areas, a lot of your um, more blue-leaning states, um, they're they're heavily heavily regulated on everything, and they're they're they were more regulated during the pandemic than for longer periods of time than probably anywhere in the world. Um, people, y'all y'all were letting up. People in China were letting up, and we were still told we couldn't have church services over here except with a certain amount of people. And um, there, there was places they wouldn't even let them have outdoor pull up in your own car church services over here. So that's. That's okay. why you ready? Yeah. This is how free I am to look at whatever the fuck I like. In the National Library of Australia, you will find how to make a bomb. Huh. Just give me all that. You will find out every every little detail that you need to know to make a class A explosive in the National Library of Australia. Hmm. <laughs> well, I really trust y'all. Well, I mean, most people don't realize how easy it is to make a bomb with what you can get from Walmart. But at the same time, if they see you buying that stuff, if they see you putting that stuff in your cart, it's going to flag something and you're going to get a call for well, You got paraphernalia and, and everybody's got paraphernalia, bomb making paraphernalia in their house. If you know what you're doing, is it really? Is it seriously that bad over there? Like, he's always being watched. Well, I think they're watching everybody in the world right now. I mean, that's just how the federal agencies are. They they really have no valid oversight. You see what they're doing with the FBI right now with our congressional oversight committee. They just won't even answer them when they ask them questions. I mean, they, they, they're not getting in trouble for lying. 
They're, they're using. I am not surprised that they're watching everybody. They're... Everybody in the world will be getting watched because they're picking fights. They know they can't fucking exactly. Win. Um, you 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 look at the Edward Snowden case. Um, he come out and told everybody about that because they were overreaching. They they were abusing a power they didn't even legally have, but they they had because of technology. And they were watching other countries. I mean, that was, I mean, England found out they were watching them. You know, they could see what their people were doing. And this is NSA, um, FBI, CIA. They had, they had a way of doing that technologically. And that's the same people that are taking jobs in our tech industry. Like, like you've seen it with Twitter. Elon Musk fired former FBI agent. And he was trying to censor something, and Elon Musk found out about it and fired him immediately. And then you start look, they started looking into it in, like, Facebook, uh, Twitter, uh, YouTube, Google. And all of them were fe former federal agents getting these high-level jobs. And so they, they're – you know the one app they're worried about? Telegram. Because they can't – Hack, I don't think they can hack the encrypted the encryption to a degree. They don't like Telegram. Oh. Um, they don't. Tele Telegram can definitely be hacked. Well, they can't hack uh, you. I don't want anybody in here to have any misconception on the fact that Telegram can be hacked. Encryption is not foolproof. Well, you're talking about the people that took three years to hack the Boston bombers iPhone because uh, Apple wouldn't give them, wouldn't do it for them. It took them three years and it had to go through. I think I heard they went through like a back, uh, like two or three um, background apps, you know, to finally get in. We're talking about those people, Kev. <laughs> they can't control Telegram or TikTok because they're in other countries. And because of TikTok, like you look on American social media, you don't see anything about what's been happening in France. But when you go on to TikTok... No, you don't. No, you guys don't. Yeah. You can't, you can't see anything past that specific point. Yeah. On TikTok, you can. Come visit me for a week. I'll, yeah. I'll give you my computer, you know, my $25,000 computer. I'll let you run rampant on. You can research whatever the fuck you like, and you'll find that? every bit of information that you will never see on the ground. Um, but the thing is... Okay. You, we can. He froze up. I read that section, Doc. Am I there? Yeah, here you are. See, we could see this stuff on TikTok, and people were showing Instagram versus TikTok when you searched that. So they were actively censoring for our government because these guys used to work for our government, but TikTok is not owned by them, and they would infiltrate it if they could, I imagine. That's why the whole TikTok ban came up in America and we had that big flood on Clapper. Okay. Uh, okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me, let me pull you up there because you're under the same misconception that everybody I've ever heard talk about it is. Okay. It, TikTok, TikTok was only a name to put forward with that section document. It was not... TikTok specific. Oh, you yeah. can go and Google the 
that section document. Yeah. Go and look at you go and Google that section document. That section document covered every social media and news platform that you can possibly think of from TikTok to Facebook, Clapper, Instagram, Twitter. Fuck. If tagged Bebo and fucking whatever else yeah. has ever been across the existence of man online in the way of social or news, mm. it was able to be removed under that section document. Use word. I laughed when everybody comes storming over to Clapper from TikTok because it was not TikTok specific. Oh, we got to run over here. We'll, we'll be safe over here. And well, no, no, you fucking really weren't. The way it was structured, though, was TikTok was not going to abide by that law in America. So they would have either had to sell it and then our government would be able to control what they were doing or, you know, they would just wouldn't exist in America. Well, the thing is, well, well, the thing is TikTok still would have existed. It just would have been banned for yeah. Americans. Americans wouldn't have had access to it. Yeah. So it still would have been an app, but it would have been other countries. Yeah, but that's the thing. That's why that law was coming about, because like you said, it covered every app. That meant they were going to have unfettered control like even websites were going to have to like they were going to have some access to my website because see here's the thing when when they get somebody when they infiltrate social a social media organization and they got a federal agent in there censoring like you hear about the shadow banning and they always say well this is certain individuals doing this okay which well, it's usually people that are on a certain beliefs you know system and like we've already talked about in this show today okay so people start getting shadow banned but then we would go to another so side. I'll enlighten, I'll enlighten you then. I'm shadow banned right now. Well, I mean, yeah. I probably am too on a lot of places. But that's what would happen. When they didn't want something to get out, they'd get you shut up over there. But then we could go somewhere else. Or we could go make our own platform. We could go make our own website. And the message would still get out. But that whole law, they called it a TikTok ban. But it was they were going to take control of everyone's voices in America. And you could not say what they didn't want you to say was what it was going to boil down to. And that's why Rand Paul was against that, it. That section document would have gone against so many basic human rights. Mm -hmm. But use, and, and I say it with great confidence, by keeping your Second Amendment, you actually gave up a lot of basic rights. There are a lot of basic rights that you are not afforded, right? Oh yeah. If you have a natural disaster, right? So look at look at us. We have a natural disaster. Our government supplies all the food for free to take care of these people, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. They don't have to go shopping. They don't have to pay for it. It is free. Not a fucking cent comes out of a person's pocket if they've lost all their clothes. They are afforded the luxury of free clothing. They are afforded the luxury of a free place to stay. They are afforded all these different luxuries that you guys gave up your rights to. Oh, well, I mean, we never, we never took those rights in America. Um, those. That, that, that's my point. Yeah, it, that's, that's, that's socialism versus. Those rights. 
that's socialism versus capitalism. Um, and, and that's that's a whole other uh, debate. And, and that's not as much the Second Amendment. That's what we chose to operate on our own. That That was the whole start of it all. Now, People in uh, in other states and in a lot of metropolitan areas, though, now they they give up the second, you know, they give up a lot of rights to have those rights because there are a lot of states that do that here, but it's different state to state. That's what I'm saying. In Alabama, when all that happened with the tornadoes, we had a big disaster. They wasn't anybody went hungry. They wasn't anybody went without a place to stay because that's our culture here. We came together. If we had something more, we'd go over, people volunteered. It wasn't something we depended on the government to do. We did it ourselves. And when you had certain elements, like it's, say it's not a, it's not a dependency. Uh, not a dependency not on the government. It is something, it is something that they have to do because that is a part of our basic human rights and protected by our constitution. Okay. Well, basic human rights. What are you defining as basic human rights? Like food, water, uh, shelter. Basic human rights. You you have you have the right to be able to eat. You have the right to clean water. You have the right to shelter. You have the right to staying warm. You know. Well, see, you have the right to safety, freedom of speech. We have complete and utter freedom of speech over here, and it is practiced on a regular basis. Okay, now that's, there again, that's... Many. Do you know, well, look up basic human rights. Well, I understand what you're calling basic everybody, human rights. What we call basic human everybody rights... Everybody is Well, that, again, that goes back to socialism versus capitalism. What you're calling human rights is something different. I have the right to exist is what I see. I have the right to provide myself with food. That's I have the right to provide myself okay. with clean water. I have the right to provide myself with a shelter. Okay. Now, what you're calling human rights is dependent on somebody else providing no matter what. So if a person doesn't want to play for clean water, but they have access to clean water, somebody else has to clean that water for them. Someone else pays the cost for that water to be clean because Water, me and you both know, water doesn't just, it's not just a lot of times drinkable from the ground. It has to be treated. It's it's 10 to 6 in the morning, so I was rattling off, you know, just <laughs> all different rights that we have over here. Well, so you, let me, I'll find you in very, very basic rights that you were born with. Well, but. And you will die with. Water and food. I don't have the right to go and take water and food from somebody else. Do you you agree with that? Somebody can't walk into your house and well, take you, your water and your food. You shouldn't be. The thing is, you shouldn't be walking into somebody's house and taking their exactly. food and their water anyway. But they pay for that. Human decency. Yeah, you, because you paid for that. You paid for that. Okay. Now, why can't well, they come? Yeah, I'm not reading that shit out right now. <laughs> What I'm saying is, is those human rights, from what I'm understanding, they're they're entitled to clean water. Now I had the same guy make this argument when we were when I worked in Chattanooga. He said they get that S for free. I said, but the treatment's not free. 
I said, now you can go down to the river. Nobody's going to stop you from going to the river and scooping out a cup of water and drinking it. Nobody in their right mind is going to do that, though, because it needs to be treated. You're going to scoop it out. You're going to filter it. You're going to boil it. I have the right to do that. That's that's completely. When people were born before society, what's that? I'm not from Chattanooga. I'm from Alabama. Is that accurate? What's that? No, no, no. Fuck it. Not that. Somebody said some places you can't even collect rainwater. California. Now, California is heavily socialistic. They have so many rights. But, yeah, they have the the biggest homeless population in the world. So there's that. Um, now, in Alabama, if somebody needs some water, we take care of one another. But nobody's going to stop Why any... Collecting Why is that illegal? Why, why is it illegal to collect rainwater? Because the people in the city is it, wanted to water their lawns. Is it because you don't have to pay? This is California. They believe everybody has access to water. Okay? But they're not got enough water coming in through their river. If everybody collects up the rainwater, the river's not going to have enough water. Okay? So there were farms that literally went under because they could not collect rainwater, they they were allotted a certain amount of, of water. And that was voted for by the people in L.A. Because they, they wanted to be able to water their lawns. They had a right to that water. And so they voted for that. Now, that's not in Alabama. That's completely, it's like two different countries. Out of, out of, out of curiosity, what, what was going through their heads when they they come up with, collecting rainwater as in an illegality what what people what that don't understand where food comes that, from that they, they yeah, live in a box my, my point here is, my point here is what makes them think that every ounce of fucking rain that comes out of the sky and hits the damn ground is going to end up in a river oh uh, well that is the dumbest thing the aquifers the aquifers belong to the state. You don't own the rights to the water on your property in that area. And in you a lot of areas. Nobody owns the rights to the water that falls out of the sky. The government does. The government and the corporations, they, don't own... they do. They do here. No, they don't. They don't, but they do. They do not own the water that comes out of the sky. They do. They can't own the water that comes out of the sky. They have enough guns. What's wrong with you? They have enough guns to enforce that. That's that's what I'm talking about. It's that divide. And it's that Hollywood mentality. They don't understand where food comes from. They don't understand how this country works. They don't understand who takes care of these big metropolitan areas. And that's a huge portion of your voter base. All they know is four walls, a bus to ride back and forth wherever they want, you know, big city jobs. They don't understand that animals die for that food they have in their grocery store. That, that There has literally been comments I've seen where this kid told somebody, you think you're a farm girl? You think you're, you're fancy? Uh, farming's costly. That's why we have grocery stores. That person literally did not realize that the farms supplied the grocery store with food. So you have this voting base that, that don't know anything. And that's why they voted for that. And they have enough guns to enforce that. 
And that's why we don't give I up our guns. I just, I just cannot get my head around them thinking that they own the water that falls from the fucking sky. I, I, I'm never going to understand that. Well, and if I ever meet the Nuffy cunt that actually said that that was a good idea, I, I would probably feed him to it. To a well, that's where you clean. Because I'm that one. That's where your clean water then, comes from. Yeah. That's where your clean I, water comes I, in. I read. Listen to this. This is how it no, works. That, that's where sixty percent of your clean water comes from. The rest of it stays on the ground and goes to waste because it ain't going to a river system or a stormwater system. Period. It evaporates. But here's the thing. So this is I, where this I'm is this is where that comes from. I'm gonna explain this to you. Okay. So. In a heavy regulated area like California and a lot of these blue states, you have to have a license to clean the water. You have to have a license to, for the use of water. So you're paying them that money, okay? That's your taxes, okay? So corporations can afford these things more. Plus, they can afford to have lawyers and lobbyists go to these governing bodies and work in their favor where the average person doesn't, okay? Now, you're not going to have an officer down there to stop you from scooping water up and drinking it. No. But that's why clean water can't be a right, because that's the thing. If those people have any more power, they'll be running our government with that. Well, all that water belongs to the people. We're going we're gonna to make it all clean for you to drink. it. But if I want to go over here and scoop up, get the equipment to filter my own water, to clean my own water, that's that's my humor. I have the right to do that. I have the right that if they want to come take that water that I cleaned from me out of my house, I have firearms and I have an ability to to defend myself to a certain degree against the local law enforcement that would come and try to take what I have, like my food. Somebody may say, "Well, I got a right to to eat. I got a right to good food to eat." But there's none in the grocery store. The government don't have any. But they're going to come to my home where I have raised my food, packaged my food, and they're going to take that and give that to this guy that didn't do any of that work. But if I have my firearms that they don't know about, they're going to be less likely to come in and do that here. And that's a threat here. I don't know if it's a threat in Australia, but that is a literal threat. That FEMA has the literal right to walk into your home and take everything they want to co to confiscate it and commandeer it for the use of the government in a major disaster. But but they're less likely to do it in a place like Alabama that's well-armed and we have that right. We take care of one another and provide what you're calling basic rights. We provide those for one another and we take care of each other. Yeah, see, that, that would that will never happen here. The government will never have that kind of power here. But it will here. Never. We don't live in a... We might not have guns. We might not have guns. But you, you don't want to walk into our house uninvited. If you took in the guns... In cases, you might be lucky to walk back out that door. If you took the guns in America, it would be the same thing. We'd find like a I way. Said, but the people in the city live under so much controlled conditions. They believe that they can take whatever they want from you without a fight. And sometimes that happens. But when then you see, you see things like Waco. You, you've seen what they tell you about Waco all these decades. 
But then now you start seeing evidence and body cam footage that come out they didn't want you to see. And you realize they pretty well went in there and started that, killed those people's dogs, and you had kind of a rogue element in this militarized uh, federal force. And they went in there and basically just killed those people. But those people fought back. And it was such a problem for them because they had the right to own firearms. Now, they were crazy, probably. Don't get me wrong. From what we know, what was released about Waco. But nobody will ever forget them, and they're less likely to come out here and fool with us because those people had those firearms. But that's what we deal with in America. To y'all, it seems foreign, but we deal with some corrupt people. <laughs> To me, it just, well, I can, I can understand people's concerns, right? I'm the first person that can sit here and say, yeah, I get your concerns. I mean, come over here. If someone breaks into your house, you're expected to let them do what they want and then walk out the door. Because if you turn around and you bust them in their chops or you hurt them, then they can turn around and get off scot-free and have you charged. And see, that is how it is. If they come in my house, I can I kill them right there. Um, and I'll, I'll have to fight it in court to some degree. But they were in my house. See, I, personally, personally, I don't have to worry about that. I have a well-known or a well-enough-known name that nobody's going to be stupid enough to come and break into my fucking house. You got the power of the bush. I mean, when when I say this, I am dead set. People do not knock on my door uninvited. Yeah. It doesn't happen. Well, it don't happen. That's kind of how we, we are the same. I live in a what you would call a predominantly drug use area. It's getting a little better now. But I live in the monks. I've lived in the, in the midst of tweakers and meth heads for uh, over for decades. And at one time or another, they could have robbed me blind, but they know not to because of my last name. But yeah, dude, that that's that's the difference when our countries, and that's kind of, but that's what they use against us. That's why you know when I brought up this stuff with Hollywood, and I decided, hey, we're going to do this because you got a good perspective of it because of what you know. Like like you said, you know you know more than I do about the online world because you have a little more freedom than we. You've seen what these people do. Oh, yeah. You've seen the pedophile networks. We know that politicians and, and actors are heavily you know, involved in this. And when they want you to feel bad for them when they're not making money, and then they want to try and create a narrative that uh, this movie's bad because it's speaking out against pedophilia, you know, you, you got you to... Gotta, pretty good view on it you got a good understanding of what i'm talking about and then just the fact that they created this narrative of what was happening in australia to the point that good friends have come to this disagreement over something that both sides feel very heavily about i don't feel sorry for these people because they're they're the ones that cause these problems and if they get if they lose money it might benefit me you know um we're seeing a whole new media rise up what I enjoy the most is the fact that I can sit here, I can talk freely about anything that happens over here. 
mm-hmm. regardless of what people want to believe that they're seeing. If people want to believe everything that they see and hear yeah. from one one individual out of the 25 million people that we have here, guess what? That is their yeah. problem. That's why they it's want it. Problem. It doesn't affect it doesn't affect me. If you want to sit here and you want to tell me that your country did this, this, and this, I'm going to sit here and say, well, I'll just wait for it to pop up on the news because we're no doubt going to see it. Mm. That, that is what it's like over here. We hear about everything. We read about everything. Mm-hmm. Well, well this we're, one... we're not stupid, but we're not blind to what is yeah. shown to us on the media. And we're not blinded by different people's opinions on how something may or may not have happened. I feel like in a sense, that's why, that's why the old media and the old forum of Hollywood's died because we have a better media with social media. Now you got a lot of boomers that'll, Oh, that's of the devil. It's addictive. It's going to kill you. The way I look at it, you get addicted to talking and associating with people. And it's the same thing. We're communicating. The what? I remember the last boomer I had a conversation with. I was wrong about everything. Yeah, exactly. And then a week later, they came from the ghost. They, um, they, they don't understand what we got here. This is this is more freedom than the old media. You used to have to turn on a channel, wait for the news, and, and you had to wait for what that guy told you. Now, if I want to tell you what's happening, or I can actually verify what's happening in Australia by talking to you versus what the news is telling me. So I, I can find information by talking person to person. They're scared to death of this because they don't have control. And that's why I don't feel sorry for them. And, and, and really, Hollywood needs to die. I'll be honest. We hear about everything. Yeah. If well, there's a corrupt politician being caught out there doing the wrong thing, that's on the news. If there's a car accident down the road, that's on the news. Yeah. If somebody breaks into somebody's house, you guarantee you're going to hear about it on the news. Well, you have access to... We hear about everything. There, There is nothing that is blanked out on the news here. Mm. Well, see... Literally, nothing. You're not having to fight for your freedom of speech as much over there as we are over here. That's our basic human rights, unalienable rights. Uh, freedom of speech, right to bear arms, okay? Like you said, they have been keeping knowledge from people for years. They've been keeping people from communicating for years, and that's what they're freaking, that's what these, people don't realize, that's what these um, the, these um, protests and, and um, strikes are about. They can't control what the viewers are seeing anymore, and they won't control of it because we're more interested in real life now. We get on social media. We talk to one another. We we find out, like, I had a guy, he's like, how, how did you meet somebody from Australia? I said, being online, man. I mean, I, I said, I literally got a good friend that lives on the other side of the world in another time zone, and I would have never met him without, so I would have never met you without social media, and I mean, that that's the thing, man. Uh, this has been a good show. I'm about to. That's what I'm looking People people neglect to like. Okay, 
they come on here, they talk their crap, they put up their crap, I seen this, I seen that, I, I did this and I did that. But they're neglecting the fact that information might not be completely open and honest in one place like it is in another place. Yeah. So nine out of ten times when somebody tells somebody from over here some bullshit that has been apparently happening over there or something that hasn't happened over there, we, we've already heard about it. So yeah. if they twist the narrative, which a lot of people twist the narrative to suit their own fucking story. Mm-hmm. We've already we've already heard about it. Like, yeah. What what do you want us to do? Our our news our news is not twisted up. It is straight down the fucking line. Oh, mass shooting over here, yada yada yada. Yeah. Person had some mental problems. Whatever fucking happened, I don't care. It's not my backyard, so I don't give a fuck. Well, a lot of things with the mass shootings. Is a narrative they control to get people to vote. That's exactly right. Well, there's no fucking narrative over here. I'll tell you the same thing that everybody else in Australia will tell you. We have simple options. Do we vote for this dumbass or do we vote for this <laughs> dumbass? Yeah. Well, again, it's dumb, dumb, or dumb. They they have abused their power for so long in the media that nobody cares, and and, and now they're squalling. It, it, you know, we're losing money. We're losing money. So they're trying to get litigations passed. They're trying to get laws passed. They're trying to stop social media, but it's a, it's the beast that got unleashed and they're not going to put it back in the box. It, they're on a slow roll. It, I wouldn't be like, we've seen major news stations go down, you know, because they can't afford to operate. Nobody watches them anymore. Dude, I'm about to have to get off. I got to get ready for work. Uh, but it is, it's been awesome, man. I enjoyed this talk, dude. Uh, we're gonna do this again. Uh, get back on again. But no, that, that's not a problem at all. And to answer that question, if Sky News Australia is okay, look, I don't, I don't watch Sky News myself personally. But you can go, you can guarantee that you know ninety, ninety-five percent of what you see on Sky News Australia is going to be the truth. It's a, I like Sky. I've just had a quick. I've just had a quick squeeze out of myself and yeah, it <laughs> looks basically the same as just about any local fucking news yeah. crap that's on TV. So I'll say we anyway, fight. Mate, you better get your ass off here. Yeah. Take it easy, bud. You have a good one, man. We'll you see. Need, you need to go and get ready. <laughs> Come here. Uh, what the hell? Like, your guess is going to be like, yeah, I'm going to money this week. No, you're all right. <laughs> all right, guys. We'll see you, man. Have a good one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, man, that was good. That was Kevin, uh, my buddy from Australia in an undisclosed location because I don't know what he wants me giving it up. But, um, yeah, you know, that was kind of the topic today, you know, this this push for um, the sexualization of children in the media and in society. You know, we're trying to, you know, go against that. Now, that's something, you know, we both have a passion about on social media, me and Kevin both. But it's good to have – a good perspective from somebody that that seen this seen what this stuff does in the dark web the the how these people operate um it's also good to see you know we're talking about our media wanting us to feel sorry for them because they're not making enough money the writers are not making enough money you know what hollywood this is a chance for y'all to save some more money they go to wattpad bunch of freelance writers putting stuff Go to them. 
Get them to write. There's people that'll get outside that guild, start you a whole new guild, whatever. They did it with Uber. They did it with, uh, you know, they did it with, 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 uh, what is that other, uh, Airbnb. You can do it with writing. There's plenty of people that they have pushed out and told that they couldn't tell their story, that are telling their story on a platform now. Go get those. Go get those stories. Go to Audible. Look at those outside writers. Pay, they'll take that. They'll probably take way less money than these writers. You want new actors? Get on Get on there and find these influencers. You want to save some money? Get rid of your big network of stuff. Use social media. That's my thing. They can cry all they want, but they've abused their power. Um, you may like some of these actors, and there's some of these actors I like. I like. I love watching good movies, but it's time to change it. They've been abusing their power. If you ever want to really see a change, folks, you got to be that change. It's time to tell them to quit their crying. Shut up and put up. <laughs> Shut up and put up. Uh, I like what Angel Studios is doing. They are shutting up and they're putting up and they're they're beating the box office. Um, I'm going to go. I haven't seen this movie. I'm excited to see this movie. My wife may be going to watch it with the church. Um, but yeah, folks, hey, it's time to get outside the box. It's time to uh, it's time to take your life into your own hands and start getting prepared. Uh, get ready. But that was the show. Glad to have you in here. Uh, go check the sponsors out. We'll have, we'll be telling you about them here in a second. And also go check the website out, h39cast.com. That is uh, where we have our main tabs page for all our sponsors. Go check them out. Y'all have a good one. We'll see y'all later. So thank you for joining the chaos cast we're glad you came we hope you check out our sponsors we hope you check out our website and we hope you join our email subscription list and we hope you leave a good review and hit that follow button hit that like button hit that subscribe button hit the notification bell and thank you for helping us with the show thank you for listening y'all have a good one